0: The Albany Common Council held their first meeting of the year on January 5th. The issue that raised the most discussion was an amendment to the Sustainable Development Ordinance, which aims to increase the amount of affordable housing in Albany. Council Member Bellerin, who introduced the original ordinance, began by proposing an amendment.
1: Some of the concerns that was brought up was possibly uh, increasing the area medium income from 50% to 60%. So I did do some research on it, and I find that to be a friendly amendment. So I'd like to be able to make that amendment today and then vote on it on January 19th meeting.
0: President Pro Tem Kelly Kimbrough had the first response.
2: The purpose in a lot of the discussion that we had was trying to make sure that individuals who are working in the workforce, who are supporting their families can find an affordable place to live. The legislation itself that is being proposed, while Councilman Ballard said this is the first step, it's one of these first steps that allows the flexibility for us to address different income barriers while dealing with different projects from neighborhood to neighborhood. And while we want to encourage and support and advocate for additional affordable units in these developments, the planning side of things is trying to keep things flexible to allow for more development to happen, but happen organically, where we're not having to have these tough conversations with certain developers to bend their arms to get them to address the public housing issue, but instead allow them to develop and incorporate that affordable housing because they see the market, they understand the population that they're dealing with in the community that they're looking to build with and allow them um, to do just that. And so again, I'm hoping that the rest of the council can support this legislation, but as we continue to look at more studies and look at more information to make sure that in the future and moving forward that we're taking account into the next two, three, four steps to actually make uh, affordable housing and inclusionary zoning beneficial
0: to all parties. Thomas Hoey from Ward 15 responded.
3: I'm on the committee also, and it was a close vote. We had three out of five uh, vote to pass this out of committee. And, you know, I wanted to see the 15%. I also wanted to see units of 100 and more provide more housing than the 13%. But, when we legislate, and we, we see it on the national level, we've got to be able to have some give and take. And uh, I think this bill and is a good one. But for the rest of the council, some of the stuff that came out is affordable housing in Albany is $925 a month for a studio. And, you know, you think about that, that's $12,000 a year. And how many people don't make that and can't afford to live in this city? So I think we need, as a legislature, we need to be able to get something through. And like I said during the committee meeting, we can always adjust this you know, as time goes on and we look at things. Now, one of the things that came out during the meeting that has me kind of riled up is that we had the head of Capitalize Albany say that they don't negotiate with the uh, developers. So it has me worried that Somebody representing the city of Albany is not twisting the arms of these developers to make sure that we have the housing. Now, there was a developer from uh, Rochester, I believe. I forgot his name. He was talking about the percentage of affordable housing that's vacant. and It's, it's something less than 2%. So every piece of affordable housing right now in Albany is, is rented. So we do have a, a shortage. We need to do something about it. and. Uh, We've we got a tough situation here, and this bill most likely will be vetoed, and we're going to probably have to override it if we really want to see affordable housing in Albany. hate to be like that, but that's, that's what the facts are. We have a lot of people pushing back. Uh, the chief of staff of the mayor's office sent us all out of things showing that, oh, because if we pass this bill, there'll be less development, but there's less development now. I think we need to try this out. If it turns out that it's hurting development, then we can relook at it
0: council member Romero also made a statement.
4: I think if we were to hear from the tenants, if we were to hear from the lawyers that are doing uh, this type of work for economic development that are not capitalized Albany, that we would hear that there is actually development going on in our city. Like when you look around downtown Albany, what is that massive new one in Huckman Warehouse? What is all of those new luxury apartments happening in downtown Albany? No offense. It's like we have tons of new apartments that are coming in. So for people to say like, oh, this is gonna deter development. Didn't we, did we not actually hear that exact same argument last time we put in inclusionary zoning? And haven't we seen multiple new apartment buildings be created? So I just want my position to be clear that if we're going to, as a body, address the housing crisis, and if we're gonna address redlining, and if we're gonna um, actually create deeply affordable housing, that we would need a larger percentage of set-asides
0: council member Anani.
5: Sometimes as legislators, some people are okay with like incremental changes. Some people want systemic changes. What the time calls for in the city of Albany is more systemic changes. With that said, I think just getting the temperature of this council, I think we could go further on this uh, legislation. Housing is a human right. There are so many issues that face our city and some of it, the root is lack of affordable housing. We cannot stop crime in this city if people don't have a place to live. So as it relates to this legislation, it's a a living, breathing document. And if we pass this today, we could amend it next month. You know, but I think that sometimes we can't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. But I think as a council, we really need to be intentional about helping poor people in our city. We need a poor people's agenda when we're legislating. Uh, there are so many people who are suffering in silence, and I think that legislations like this create a sense of hope, a sense that the council is looking out for poor people in our city. This is a tough one, I, and if it comes to the floor, I will definitely support it. But if we could go a little bit further, uh, particularly where, you know, the 18% set aside, the 20-unit minimum, and also the AMI
0: being more than 60%, that will be us actually meeting the moment that is needed. In closing, Mr. Bellerin responded to the comments from the other council members.
1: I hear everybody's concerns, okay? And as someone that's been working on this for two years, I have been very considerate to everybody's concerns over the last two years. I was told this was too time-consuming, so it would have to wait for the new council. So as a respectful younger council member to my senior council members that were retiring at the end of the term, I bit my tongue and let it bleed on this issue one more time. So come January, new council, new leadership, I asked specifically to be sure of the planning committee so that I can make sure this got on the agenda and got heard. We presented it in January. We've had a lot of conversation on this. We've had a lot of good conversation. No, this is not the number I wanted. I wanted 15. Everybody knows I wanted 15. But to be able to counter the economic argument that was going to be put forward, which is going to be put forward. Let's just be honest, this is going to get vetoed. The administration has made it clear that they do not agree with my numbers. But at some point, after you have all these conversations, it's time for democracy to do what it has to do. I do believe it deserves a vote. I have not told anyone that they cannot come and speak. From day one, I said developers are welcome. From day one, I've said anyone that wants to speak and be a part of this is welcome. And I have accepted all those concerns, and I have changed the bill to address those concerns as best as possible. We're talking about we are more than doubling our current number. Our current number is 5%. So if you look at the project that's being discussed on Broadway, that beautiful building that's not that beautiful, that everybody knows, that just got $10 million, that they're talking about 100 units. With today's policy, only five of the units would be affordable. With this bill, 13. That's significant change. Reporting
0: for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, this is Moses Nagel.